Hey, homies. I'm Katie. I'm Sydney. And this is Something Sick. are still struggling so much <laughs> with the getting used to like the chatty part of the intro yeah and we'll like think of something to talk about but we don't have a good like way to get into every it. time we try i feel stupid this is our second attempt at starting this if you wanted to know if that tells you anything it feel it <laughs> the vibes are weird tonight <laughs> But literally the only thing we could think of to talk about was that we keep playing the game GeoGuessr. <laughs> We're really, we've played it almost every night. For like five days in a row. Yeah. And it's We're addictive. getting better. We're getting better. We are getting pretty good at it. We're considering getting the monthly subscription <laughs> for $3. We're on a 10-day trial, but. So it's stupid. If you want something good to play and you're still social distancing and you want to travel. Hey. It's kind of fun. We keep hoping it'll drop us in front of like a haunted place, but yeah, has not. It took yet. us to Alcatraz. That's haunted. Oh, it did take us to Alcatraz. That's so. Haunted. Uh, we've been to Alcatraz. Yeah, that's a podcast episode that we'll do sometime. Sometime I want to go there actually. Yeah, but someday. Someday, we've already kind of been there. That does not count. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what are we actually talking about today? Well, this was requested by my sister who's sitting in the room right really wants this to be dedicated to her and i told her it wouldn't be but if she really wants it this is dedicated (laughs) to Kristen, who's fist pumping (laughs) oh great she requested rolling hills asylum yay so i'm excited about this one because i don't know a whole lot about it it's this is definitely going to be one of a shorter one than we normally do because that's okay i think Honestly, there's no you, there's not much to find online. I think they probably keep a lot of it and a lot of history and information for like and ghost information for their tours and stuff. Mm. But they also do share like a lot of other things online, like a lot of evidence that okay. they've caught. And so I'm like, are you saving all the ghosts? Like they really that also the website hasn't been updated since like probably 2013, I think, oh, based okay. off what I've seen. Besides like putting events on there, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. It was kind of hard to find information. <laughs> That's okay. It's, yeah. She's mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Rolling Hills Asylum is located in East Bethany, New York. I don't actually know where in New York. I was going to say. We're play that on GeoGuess. <laughs> I feel like it's north. <laughs> well, when I typed in, like I was trying to find this on a map and it just takes me to like the center of East Bethany and not like the specific, but I, I think the building, which I think I talk about is like in the center okay. of the town. But they didn't have, like, the actual address. It's very hard to find this information. Imagine if you're trying to visit and they're, like, figure it out. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, you kind of just have, just drive to that city and you can find it, I, mean, I guess. I'm sure if you ask someone where it is, they know. They're, like, the center of town. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before being well known as Rolling Hills Asylum, the property actually began as the Genesee County Poor Farm, or a little more affectionately known as the Old County Home. Which I think is a nicer way of putting that. Yeah. So back in 1826, on December 4th, the Genesee County Board of Supervisors decided to establish a county poorhouse. 
I looked up. Actually, their website had the definitions of these, which is helpful. Cool. Um, a poor house is an institution where people with no means of income were supported with uh, were supported with public funds, which usually included widows, orphans, those who are handicapped, and minor criminals. Which I think is like, why would you put criminals with it's orphans? Like up until that point, it was a good idea. Yeah, criminals. Like I don't. I which is like criminals need help too. Yeah. But not in the same place with a bunch of orphans. Widows and orphans. Yeah. Like, that doesn't... Yeah. Oh. Uh, poor houses have also been referred to as alms houses, which are homes built by charitable people and organizations for poor people to live in. I hate the phrase poor people, but it's what they are. But I feel like there's nicer ways to refer yeah. to them. But um, asylums, and it's also referred to as asylums, which are shelters and protection for those who are more vulnerable or too mentally and physically ill to care for themselves. And these places were often meant to be a refuge and a safe haven. Uh, the poor house institutions often resembled reformatories and houses, many in houses many people like i mentioned before like families orphans the elderly those who are handicapped those who are mentally unstable criminals and the morally corrupt which is like you go from like this makes sense to this doesn't make the sense. the morally corrupt <laughs> minor criminals i guess uh, i don't know find I, somewhere else i think them. there needs to be places for families and orphans in the in the handicap those who need mental help and then criminals like they should be yeah. different things and i understand that they probably didn't have a lot of funds but like clearly you yeah. gotta split it up somehow yeah uh these places were typically on the grounds of poor farms that's a different thing poor farms and the residents who were able-bodied were required to work the land that's a cult yeah like they were very self-sustainable mm which I'll talk about in a little bit. But poor houses and poor farms were fairly common in the U.S. throughout the 19th and early 20th centuries before the United States implemented the Social Security program in the 1930s. Okay. So, again, what is that noise? I don't know. Is it outside? Okay, it's outside. <laughs> okay. There's like a really weird noise outside. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Genesee County Poor House was a brick building that, but honestly, it was actually multiple buildings okay. eventually. And I'll explain in a second what the building that's still standing is. Okay. But it was a brick building initially uh, that previously was a stagecoach tavern. I can't speak today. At the geographical center of the county near the corners of Raymond Road and Bethany Center Road, which I don't know if those roads still exist. Again, I couldn't find it on a map. Cool. And I think a different county or town was established down the line, like near. So I don't think mm -hmm. it's exactly the center of the county anymore, but it was meant to be the center. Okay. And now I'm going to read the official announcement of the poorhouse from the Batavia Times newspaper. I don't think that's how we say it, but it's how it's spelled. Cool. <laughs> On December 9th, 1826. Notice is hereby given that the Genesee County Poorhouse will be ready for the reception of paupers on the first day of January 1827. The overseers of the poor of the several towns of the Count of Genesee are requested, in all cases of removal of paupers to the county poorhouse, to send with them their clothing, beds, bedding, and such articles belonging to the paupers as may be necessary and useful to them. The word poppers. I know. Three times in that. And I think there was more. Like, I think there was mm -hmm. more, but what I found was just that part. But it just makes me think <laughs> of the Princess Barbie. The popper. That the was Barbie my favorite film. Barbie movie. <laughs> it was a good one. I knew all the words. It's I wanted. the only reason I really know the word popper. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Barbie. 
Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. This is a very different vibe right now. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to keep it light. We scared ourselves the last time. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> Uh, like we discussed when we talked about Trans-Allegheny, there is a sort of list for assistance eligibility. This one wasn't as long or as weird Good. as <laughs> Trans-Allegheny's, and it was just kind of, these make sense as what would qualify someone okay. to be in these facilities. Uh, some of the reasons to be admitted to the poorhouse were paupers, person with no means of income, <laughs> Habitual drunkards, which Zach Bagan said that so rudely. I'm going to talk about him later because he. this episode made me cringe so hard. We always have some words. Yeah. For Zach Bagan. So we're going to have to talk about that later. Uh, vagrants, state poppers who are disabled in some way, such as being blind or lame with no source of income. So you can't okay. really take care of yourself completely. Mm-hmm. Um, lunatics was another word i don't like the word I don't. uh this included a lot of people those who those who because of disease sickness or weakness grief or who lost the use of reason on accident or old age that they are incapable of managing their own lives and making decisions so it's so sad i really hate that grief is always thrown in there i know it just feels like a punch at women mostly yeah <laughs> well and it's always just like Oh, something devastating happened to you. You're depressed. Get in there. (laughs) Let's make your life even worse. Yeah. It's not fun. No. Uh, This next part sucks. This is probably one of my least favorite things ever about any of these kind of things. But the residents of the county home were referred to as inmates. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, weren't there like orphans there? Yeah. Imagine like looking at like a seven-year-old and you're like inmate yeah <laughs> like, oh my god they called them inmates instead of residents i kept referring to them as residents obviously good <laughs> if you were looking at me and saying inmate, inmates <laughs> i would have a problem with that that's what they called them oh my god it's not so bad yeah oh, even zach bagans had a problem with that okay then that's saying something yeah. <laughs> okay so the genesee county all of genesee county whatever whoever proposed this building added a stone building to the poorhouse in 1828 for the restriction of the mentally unstable and incapable as well as the residents who were admitted because of misconduct so criminals they put the mentally unstable in the criminals in their own building okay and they were like i feel like that is so unsafe for why all are you mixing the two i don't know like people who can't protect themselves yeah i literally wrote i don't love when they house criminals especially those with violent tendencies or those who can't take care of themselves yeah because like that's what happened at trans allegheny was they were doing stuff like that and it was just like not okay Uh, the county home also housed residents who were deemed insane until about 1887 when the county's board of supervisors supervisors finally agreed to send people suffering from acute insanity to other places in the state for care probably not much better but yeah probably just as bad but in their own facilities and not with orphan i feel like that protects other people yeah and them from the care like hopefully maybe someone gave them some care but i really hate that asylums are supposed to be like a good thing and a helpful thing and i think just if they had more money and the people running it had more training and just like i don't know they just didn't know as much back then as they do now about certain things. Yeah. And I feel like that would have helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those things now would be help- useful. Yeah. Because of the, tr- I don't know, everything. Just like clearly time and having time to learn these things and research them helps a lot. But 
These are always such a bummer. Just I know. <laughs> okay, so the actual cost to care for each resident of the county home was pretty low at about a dollar and eight cents per week per person in 1871. It's 1871. I don't know math. Me neither. <laughs> And that was really because the home was self-sufficient and provided its own fuel and wood with the residents doing the farming and there was woods all around the property, which mm-hmm. apparently spanned over 200 acres, which I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but that's still, what I, however much land it was on was a lot of land. Mm-hmm. So Working the farm and building and making things to sell is how a lot of residents were able to offset some of their expenses of staying at the asylum. So I think they made some people pay to be there or people that dropped them off had to pay i don't know what i don't know how i know that's weird yeah uh chores of the home included raising cows horses pigs chickens and ducks growing fruits and vegetables canning jams and jellies and prepping either and prepping meat to either eat or sell so like they would Mm -hmm. sell some of their stuff to other people and there was also a bakery on site and a wood shop which where they produced coffins for the people that lived there and they would sell coffins to locals. Coffins. You can't make like a table or something instead. (laughs) I'm sure they did. Coffins was just mentioned. Okay, so it wasn't the only thing they made. I really hope not. (laughs) They didn't list anything else though. Imagine you're like, no, like I wanted to learn woodworking and I want to make a chair. Okay, make your next door roommate like their coffin. Like, (laughs) so I mean, they're, they're kind of, I don't know how, I didn't find a number of like how many people had stayed there ever, but I, t- I'm about to tell you how many people died. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, like a lot of these other sort of places, there were numerous deaths. I think there were over 1700 recorded deaths. And I think they estimate that there are some undocumented ones, mm-hmm. but they don't know. I think every what was consistent was 1700 over everything I watched and read like that number was consistent. Okay. Residents who died but had no family were buried on the property. Uh, there was a cemetery according to records, but people aren't entirely sure where it is located now because it wasn't really well kept and the grass and forest started to regrow around That's it. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Imagine like, living in East Bethany and not knowing. Well, like, I think it's still like there's still like the one building is still there. Mm-hmm. So I hope that they kind of know. And it's just like behind it or something. Yeah. There is a record from 1886 that like talked about the area. And I found the quote for it. I don't, it's not much. It says said the burying ground we have improved. We have improved by building a fence in front and grading and leveling to the ground as much as we could, as much as could be done without injury to the graves. So that's all they said. So there's not really any map of, where it is and who's buried where Mm -hmm. and there's no real registry of exactly who's buried there like just very confusing which also i'm sure causes the building to be haunted yeah because people like to be known like yeah from all places they're like they just want to be known who's here but luckily though on june 6 2004 a memorial was created in the county park for those who had been forgotten but deserve the respect of being remembered after five headstones dated 1887 to 1888 were returned to the county. So they found headstones somewhere else, I guess. So maybe someone had taken them or moved them. Or like they were, maybe someone like found them. Yeah. Like in their yard or something. And yeah. del- like gave them the headstones. I yeah. Guess. 
They were given back. Okay. Well, glad they made a memorial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the county, I have a little bit more about it, I guess. The county historians dedicated a marker to honor those who died while living at the Genesee County home from 1827 through 1974. And the institution was closed and the remaining residents were relocated to other facilities in Batavia, which is like 15, 20 minutes away. If you live in New York, and that is not how you say it. How is it spelled? B-A-T-A-V-I-A. Batavia? Maybe that. I, I don't, don't know. know. Batavia? Batavia? <laughs> I don't know. Please let us know. If we have people in New York, that would be sick. Let us but know. Anyways. Fill us in. <laughs> so it closed in 1974, basically, was that. Okay. Like they dedicated a marker, and then everybody that was still alive there <laughs> was moved to other places. But not too far. That's and I hope a lot of them still had family. I don't I know. I hope they got, like, and if they had, like, friends, that they got to stay together, yeah. I hope. Yeah. So the asylum itself actually went through several name changes over the year. Initially, it was the Genesee County Poorhouse in 1827. And then, I, I guess it didn't change for a long time. <laughs> but in 1938, it became known as the Genesee County Infirmary which is the triangle building that is still standing today that everyone investigates. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's any other buildings that are still up, but from what it looks like, that seems to be the only, like mm-hmm. the main building that people still go into. But the, which is, so that was the infirmary that they added. And then the property also became the Genesee County Nursing Home in the 1960s. And then in 1974, the doors officially closed. And I guess the main reasons were the lack of water so I guess they didn't have a lot of water. And then there what? was a lack of wheelchair ramps. Okay. So. You kind of need that. Yeah. And then the building sat empty for about 10 years. So until the 1980s. And then there were a few attempts by private owners to change the property into multiple things. Someone tried to make it into a country museum in middle of nowhere, New York. <laughs> okay. Uh, an antique mall and then craft stores. Which That's a big craft store. <laughs> multiple, I think. Okay, like, okay. I think maybe I'm picturing something like like the factory in Franklin. Like yeah, okay. Stores. Those clearly didn't stick. <laughs> uh, it wasn't until 2010 that it became known as Rolling Hills Asylum, which I honestly assumed that that had been the name for a long time. Yeah. But 2010, I guess, is when that happened. And the current owner is Sharon Coyle who I think bought it then. And she is the one that has brought a lot of attention to the paranormal activity on the property. Okay. Which, if you read the reviews for this place, everyone complains about her. It's either the people that are like really nice about it and they're like, this was a great experience. Like the people that own it and run it, like they really care and they want and want you to be respectful. And then there's people that are like complaining because she yelled at them for having alcohol, even though they're not supposed to. Like, it was like, she needs to learn some manners. Like, people were not very nice. Maybe you should learn some manners and respect her. Sp- like, that's her place. I know, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just don't like a woman having the power to kick them out no. of somewhere they want to be. <laughs> yeah, no. So, if you read the reviews, but then you read people's reviews that are like, I don't normally give reviews, but I saw so many bad, like, people bashing on this that I had to say something. And then people were like, I really enjoyed it. So, I think as long as you be respectful of her and her rules and the property and the spirits like i think you're gonna be fine and have a decent time probably (laughs) so there is a sign in the town that reads rolling hills this asylum is a nationally known center of supernatural activity spirits believed to spirits are believed to still roam the grounds crossing between this world and the next huh it's like on one of those like history plaques yeah. that are around. Yeah. I'm just imagining if there are like, if I saw a history plaque that was like, yeah, this place is haunted. I would be like, what the heck? Well, I would be going there. Yeah. 
So that's kind of the end of my like history part. Perfect. But now we're on to the hauntings. Yes. So, well, first is some like little information that this mostly came from, I could see, I couldn't find like a list of hauntings anywhere. So I was like pulling from the only two episodes I could really find was a Ghost Adventures episode and Destination Fear mm-hmm. that I didn't have to pay for and could actually find. But so this was the owner talking to Zach Bagans on Ghost Adventures and said that this asylum was the worst in the state as far as treatment of their residents and that they had a lot of experimental procedures like shock therapy, which I don't think other places in the county were doing. Mm-hmm. So that's not super great. And then this is about the activity. So the biggest, like the most highly reported thing that everyone says is most terrifying is screaming. Like, no, a lot of people talk about the hair, like an old woman screaming. And like people would say that like if you're outside of the building, like they've heard screaming on the inside from standing outside of the property. I don't like that. It's really creamy. Yeah. If I ever heard a ghost scream, I don't know what I would do. That's my fear. Mm-hmm. Mm. Screaming in general, but then yeah. like not knowing where yeah. it comes from. And it's like blood curdling screams. No. <laughs> okay. Now I have a few of, there's not many like specific spirits that are like named here, mm-hmm. but the biggest one and in many ways <laughs> is Roy, Roy Krause, I guess is his last name. So Roy was born on March 4th, 1890, and he had a gigantism, a thyroid disease, which make, I don't know the technical, the technicalities of everything that goes on with that, but it means you don't really stop growing. Mm -hmm. And Roy was dropped off by his father, who was a prominent banker at the age of 12. He was told that his parents would come back and pick him up, but they never did. And I hate his father. Let's go on record. Yeah. Uh, he was, and the owner said that he was very educated and into opera music, which kind of comes back in a little bit. Mm -hmm. He spent 40 years there and died at the age of 52 of a heart attack on April 11th, 1942. So he was 52 when he died. This poor boy. I know. His dad just didn't want to put up with him having a, like, condition. That he can't control. Yeah. And he's just gonna, he's just growing. Like, it's not great. Honestly, they talked. They had someone that had it on mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy once. They were <laughs> so talking about like <laughs> no Grey's Anatomy. Don't come for me. I still watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm too far in now. But uh, Roy is often seen all over the property uh, as a seven foot tall shadow. Usually, like honestly, there. Are, I'll show you later. But there's like quite a few photos that people mm-hmm. have caught of him and like. They're very tall shadows. How tall was he when his dad dropped him off? I just want to I don't know. know. I couldn't like, find it. Pretty tall for a 12-year-old I mean, probably. I sure, but like... Because <laughs> they oh had to gosh. know. You know? This is so bad. You know that baby that was on TikTok, like the big baby? <laughs> the giant baby? That's probably what he was. <laughs> the baby that was actually three years old. Yeah, but, <laughs> but still wearing a like diaper. If you don't know what we're talking about, look up the giant baby from TikTok. Like, just look it up on Google. Scary. He's so big. His, oh, if you're his mom, please don't be mad at us. No, listen, we don't want to hate on your baby. People were like really, <laughs> really? like laying into this baby. <laughs> but it's so terrifying. <laughs> it was such a big baby. Like, it was like a whole thing where people were making fun of this baby and like. <laughs> And his mom, like, did interviews about how upset she was that her son was getting bullied. (laughs) But he's a baby. 
Very big one. Okay. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I was about to take us to a really dark place, but I'm going to skip down and then go back to the Okay. <laughs> so on the property somewhere, not sure where, there's a Christmas room, which I didn't talk about on Destination Spirit. They mm-hmm. talked about on Ghost Ventures. And it literally just has Christmas decorations and toys like everywhere. And the people that work there said that they will read stories to the children ghosts, which then sparked a whole debate on the show about if those are really kids or not, which uh-huh. is probably how I initially was like learned about, oh, little children ghosts might not actually be children. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Sitting in there and like singing a Christmas song and you don't know what's in there with yeah. you. Ew. I think they live in the space of just pretending like it's children and not something worse. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the worst part last, I think. So I'm going to Okay. <laughs> so the second floor of the building, part of it is the infirmary. And then I think part of it is also was a men's ward. Mm-hmm. And if this is not correct, I also couldn't find a map of the building. And so that was also frustrating. But they the men's ward is referred to as the shadow hallway. Ooh. And Roy's, is his shadows, they're a lot. Yeah. And the owner actually has a photo and it's on the website, mm-hmm. which I'm happy because I hope I get to post it on our Instagram. But it's kind of like, it is a little hard to see, but it looks like a big man, like his back is towards you, but his like head is turning uh-huh. to look back because you can kind of see a face and it's just kind of very distorted and really creepy. And You've seen it before, yeah. I think, but I'll post it so everyone can see it. Hopefully, That's but. just so scary. I'm just like imagining if when we were at Waverly, we saw like a seven foot. no. That's scary. Yeah, that's crazy. Ooh, tall people. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> uh, tall people. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, Roy's room is room 113. And so that's on the first floor. And so while he's his shadow is off on the second floor, his room apparently also has a lot of activity. And they've also caught a lot of shadow photos of him in there. Obviously, it's his room. Yeah. Uh, and then... Nope, I'm not going to the... I'm trying to decide what I want to do the scary part. Uh, so the third floor is still not great, but it's fine. So the third floor was like the nurses' quarters and administration. Like those people kind of stayed up there. And so there's one nurse in particular that people talk about, and her name was Nurse Emmy. And apparently she was like evil. Like, And she was the head nurse, and she was like terrible. And she was known for abusing her patients and would do things like dark magic. Like... They were in there's an organ room up on the third floor and they found like like oh, pentagram organ yeah organ <laughs> like, like play the, the, the music organ. the musical instrument i was imagining a room full no, of no, 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 like no. human organ <laughs> well it's not a well it has the musical instrument in there got it but people got had it. found like candles and things drawn on the floor okay. and feathers on the wall and were like she was doing who knows what in there mm. like not good things and apparently when you're in her room men are often grabbed a lot which I talk about on Ghost Adventures. I, I wrote it down below, so we'll get there. Okay. But I hate it. <laughs> also on the third floor, an old superintendent named George Fleming. I don't know how long he was the superintendent there. I don't think he was really a bad guy. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about him with any mean words or kind words. Just He's just there. But yeah, he died of a heart attack in his room there. And so people say that they hear a lot of coughing sounds on EVPs in that room. So... Hmm. Don't know how that relates to having a heart attack. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't... But Interesting. That's apparently what they catch a lot. And then we're going back down to, like, the basement and 
the tunnel system, but the basement has the morgue mm-hmm. and the people that were giving the tour or were telling, I don't remember what show, telling people on one of the shows that people often feel like their stomach feels like really weird. Like they're, and they're like, they imagine it's like what an autopsy would be like, Whoa, which is strange. Cause like all yeah. the equipment's in there, the embalming table and everything. So very strange. And then now we're going to go to the underground tunnels, which they had mixed things. Cause on ghost adventures, they talked about, they were told about Raymond who is said to be in the tunnel system. And Raymond is not, there's no documentation really of him, but he was, according to the owners and the guides, they were saying that Raymond was someone that stayed there and he molested a lot of women and children. And so Zach was very mean, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I think it's interesting because the building is on Raymond Road. But, mm. and I think it's weird because there is some documentation, but, and they caught some evidence that like would suggest something more aggressive down there. Yeah. But then on Destination Fear in the tunnel systems, they said that there was a little boy named Jack who likes to be very playful and a trickster and like turn lights and on and off and like hug people and pull on their clothes and people will hear him laughing. And so I'm like, those are very different. And I know there was a big time gap from when Destination Fear went there after Ghost Adventures, but... But also, it if, could be pretending. I was going to say, if we're following the idea that children ghosts are not children, it could yeah. be something darker. Yeah. That has changed. Yeah. Like it's, changed its tactic from yeah. like being something dark to being something light yeah I don't know. that's but it's very weird yeah because they said that they didn't feel anything dark like at all down there in destination yeah. fear and i would think that you would still have some weird Wait, feeling some, but chelsea yeah. at one point did say like it's still a little weird that's a kid ghost in a tunnel like yeah so that was just very strange and hmm. i don't have any explanation for that obviously so, but now we're gonna move on to a little bit more specific evidence let's go so the first part was things that were caught by people that work or have visited Rolling Hills that they have on their website because they mm-hmm. have a decent amount. It's all not always the most clear because it's from like early 2000s and not like it hasn't been updated in a while. So yeah. some of them were and some of them I'm just kind of like, I do not see whatever they're saying. Is yeah. Right here. But they do have that the staff they're caught was there's like several photos of like this one shadow figure like leaning out like you can see its whole head and arms and two legs like at an angle like leaning peeking out at them Uh uh-huh so that's kind of cool and they said that they found it and they said it was taken in 2012 on april 3rd which is weird because today is april 3rd that's weird yeah oh i was like what a coincidence (laughs) so what up to that spirit that's really far away (laughs) nine years ago they caught very creepy Hmm. thing uh they also have that one photo of Roy, as I said, looking back at them, that they showed on Ghost Adventures, and that's on the website, which is kind of that's where I'm. I'm happy to have that on there. There's a lot of photos of like little like light. They look like lightning, kind of mm-hmm. like we kind of caught on our cameras when we were at Waverly yeah. in the electroshock room, like where it kind of like washes out the camera. Some, but some of them like literally look like lightning, like shooting down, like very strange, like yeah. like something with a tail, like. Just strange. Like, they have a lot of photos like that. And they also have a lot of photos of, like, people are like, there's a face in this window. And they're like, and then they zoom in really far. And you can't see and anything. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, one of them, like, it's an old woman. And then they had a photo of an old lady who was probably a resident in the nursing home. And they're like, it could be her. <laughs> I, was like, 
I don't see what you're talking about, but okay. This poor old woman. <laughs> I'm just like, what if she's alive? <laughs> Probably not. I was thinking she's, Very like, unlikely. she's in heaven and she's like, that's not me. me? Like, <laughs> like, that's just a dirty window. Like, <laughs> There's even one like in a window on the outside of the building that they're like, there's a dog's face. There's not a dog's face in that. I don't know what they're talking about. Interesting. They also did catch some like, a lot of people that had visited had photos of like weird white mist, like either coming from the ceiling or just like weird parts of a room, which I thought I always think white mists are it's very always weird, strange. Yeah. And then they did have the, the staff there, I guess, had done some weird experiment with. I think the guy's name was George Lopez. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he was an investigator from like Florida somewhere with his own company. I'm pretty sure it's not the same. George Lopez. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> but. They did some experiment that I wasn't, I didn't really know what the equipment was. It was called like a Frank box or something, which I don't know if that's right. Frank's box? Yeah. I think I've heard of that. I've heard of it, but I don't really Isn't know what it Isn't it like does. the original spirit box? Potentially. I think. It yeah. doesn't sound, the they had some like sound clips from it. It's not great, but also mm-hmm. it's from 2000 something, early 2000s. But so I think what they were doing was they were at some location in Florida and George Lopez <laughs> was like I'm just speaking. imagining Mr. Electric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were speak. That's what I really think of when I think of George Lopez immediately. I think of that and then I think of the jumping intro. Yeah. But the fact that I think of that first is very... But so they were, I think they were trying to talk to specific people that uh-huh. he knew maybe that were spirits. And then I... All I could really figure out from the experiment, I also didn't read too far into it, was they were like, here are some names to remember. And then they were supposed to travel to Waverly, or not Waverly, to Waverly, <laughs> to Rolling Hills. And then they like, they did hear some of those names come through their Frank's box okay. and like say things. And they caught a lot. And they had like a lot of EVPs and words coming out of that that they put on the website, but I don't hear all of them. Mm-hmm. It's also old quality, and I'm yeah. sure it's someone filming with a camera this box. And yeah. They're like, oh, that's a sound clip. But I thought that was interesting. I do always think it's interesting when they, like, talk about spirits traveling from one place to yeah. another. And then they actually do what they're told to do. But So they also just have a bunch of EVPs in general that people have caught. And one that I thought was interesting was someone offered to bring Roy some opera music to play for him. And they caught a voice out loud saying, that would be fine. Which later someone else talked to him about that and he was very and they caught a voice like that was very like proper and responding to opera so i'm like very educated and polite but there was also a photo this is the last like people that work there thing that i have Mm -hmm. but they someone submitted a photo i think they were a guest that they claim is the little boy jack next to a soccer ball and the the like far away photo I'm like, I don't see anything. And then they zoom in and you can kind of see like an outline, but it could, the background behind it's also just kind of weird. And so I was like, mm, I don't know. But they claimed it was of Jack because mm-hmm. it was smaller. And they did have a photo in a hallway of like a large shadow, which they, I think they were like, we think it's one of the people that were in our group. But then you can see like a smaller thing, like that was more white, like next to it. And they were like, that's kind of weird. Like that yeah. looks small. So. so does their website talk more about Jack? And then Ghost Adventures is what brought up Raymond or whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, Jack was the only thing they said about Jack on the website was someone had a, had little had photos of like a small person. Okay. And they were like, "That's Jack." And then okay. on Destination Fear, they talked about Jack. Yeah. 
And but on that. Ghost Adventures, they didn't talk about Jack. They talked about Raymond. Okay. So I'm just so con- curious about that. I know. I'm like, the difference, and I don't have an answer. Yeah. I just think it's very strange. I'm like, what happened from when they went there on season, I think it was like season four of Ghost Adventures. <gasps> They're on to, like season 24 now. <laughs> I know, to now. And so it's like, that's yeah. a really long time. Interesting. But maybe the evil spirit learned something and was like, this will get me more attention and energy. But so... Now we're just going to focus on Ghost Adventures and then end on Destination Fear because we always, always have to end on Destination our Fear. Our OGs. <laughs> they're not the OGs, not, but they're our favorites. Yes. <laughs> if they're listening to this. <laughs> Shout out to our five listeners. <laughs> it was and, more. It was more, wasn't it? Oh, it was up to eight. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> our eight listeners in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> but anyways, so ghost adventures so at first they were doing like a tour with multiple people that worked there and stuff and someone was telling them about how in the underground tunnels uh, a piece of wood flew at one of the tour guides and then they had caught some evp of a spirit which they said was raymond and i guess he was just saying like not very nice things they didn't like play it or anything Mm -hmm. and then zach had like pulled out his recorder and was like trying to talk to him and I didn't write down what the sentence was because they were like, it's saying this, but it did not sound like any, like it was clearly like something, but I was like, I can't understand the words and whatever they said was not, yeah, not right. I'm always like judging whether or not I believe (laughs) that it's saying what they think it's saying. I'm like, I definitely hear a voice or something weird, but I'm like, it's not saying those words. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. And then they were talking later to another man. I don't know if he worked there or not, but he said he was a skeptic and he was in some hallway and then he heard one of the screams and he said it was an old woman screaming like bloody murder. And he was like, that made me a believer, like the scream. And I'm just like, I, I think that would do it for yeah. me. Like, oh my gosh. Isn't, I just can't imagine hearing the terror. Because <laughs> even like hearing it on a show, I'm still like, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. I'm like, that's terrifying. And then before they started, <laughs> Zach made a joke about him and Aaron wearing adult diapers <laughs> like my sister. <laughs> like Kristen and Waverly. <laughs> she's, she's shaking her head. <laughs> she's getting red and no one else can see her. <laughs> this is what you get when you d- get a dedication. <laughs> <laughs> And when you pick the episode that has adult diapers mentioned. <laughs> uh, anyways. And then also in their interview time, Dave Schrader, who follows us on <laughs> Shout out to Dave Schrader. <laughs> who now has his own show, Holzer Files. I don't, he didn't have the show yet, mm-hmm. but he was investigating. He, he was the one that was really talking about are there really children ghosts or mm-hmm. something darker manipulating it. And then they were in the Christmas room. And Zach told Aaron, he was like, Aaron, like, you're going to stay down here alone with Dave. And Aaron starts laughing and says, there is no way I will be staying in this room alone with Dave. He's scary as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't get that vibe from him. No. But Aaron (laughs) says he's scary as hell, which I thought was just funny. That's really funny. Yeah. And then they went up to Nurse Emmy's room. And I just wanted to talk about this because it was a very Zach Bagans move, yeah. but it was Aaron. That also, said it. the name Emmy just makes me think of Emmy from TikTok. Oh, yeah. Doesn't spell it like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so men are often grabbed in her room and Zach looks at Aaron like, like Aaron. And Aaron was like, I'm going to stay in here all night long. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> I know, I'm so gross. Ew. <laughs> this whole episode, Zach was like twitching around and like walking really, really down the hallways. <laughs> and like there was like a doll room and he was like freaking out. Like, but like, I wish I could show you where like <laughs> the whole episode I was cringing. So <laughs> I just have, I just had to keep like covering my eyes because it was so bad. Why does Zach always talk about like touching female ghosts or being touched, touched by female I, ghosts? I have something. I have something. <laughs> I wrote, I hate Zach Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> they go up to the third floor into George Fleming's room, which they didn't say, but they were in that room. And he was talking about how the bed was one of the original beds from the asylum. So Zach lays in it and he says, can you get it in this bed with me? And cuddle up with me Ew, if I... you're female. <laughs> he said no homo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Putting that in my PowerPoint. <laughs> he literally was like, he paused and then said, if you're female. <laughs> Equal rights from pop star starts playing. <laughs> While oh. that's happening, Aaron is on the other side of the room. And Zach is, like, being really creepy, and Aaron is like, guys, it's, like, really hot in here. Like, I feel really weird. Like, he's starting to have, like, flu symptoms. Like, Aaron's, like, feeling terrible. And then Zach's like, oh, yeah, this is where Mr. Fleming got sick and had a heart attack and died. And Aaron is, like, the whole, the whole episode, Aaron was kind of just like, I do not feel good. Like, <laughs> like I'm sweating right now. <laughs> I was like, Zach made a gross advance to a female ghost in a dead man's bed while Aaron is feeling <laughs> sick. <laughs> Like, the whole thing. Putting it that way. Yeah. It's really messed up. I know. It's so bad. We're trying to lighten the mood, everyone, because we feel like we've done some really depressing ones. There's never... They're going to keep being depressing. Yeah, so... But, oh my gosh. I mean, that lightened the mood for us. We didn't have to do anything but talk about it. Oh, okay. Uh... But as they were leaving this room, then it gets creepy. They were leaving this room, and I don't even know what Zach said, but he was walking out the door. Maybe he was like, is anyone out here in the hallway or something? And that's when they captured their first scream, like blood curt. Like, but Zach was the only one that heard it, but it was out loud. Like, it mm. wasn't just an EVP. Like, you could hear it. It was very loud. Ooh. And like, honestly, we I would say watch this episode for the screams, but the episode's really bad. <laughs> but Zach just looks really bad. <laughs> but then right after that they caught an evp saying i'm here which it was kind of quiet so it was mm -hmm. kind of hard to tell but i could that one i was like okay that could really be saying i'm here but it was just really creepy. creepy yeah yeah and then they continued to walk down the hallway and nick and aaron were both starting like feeling a little sick like just being like i don't feel really good aaron just kept the hold was like it's really hot in here like and like at one point like zach was like I'm freezing. Like, I feel a ghost on me. And Aaron's like, what? I'm sweating. Like, I'm gross. That's us. <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> I know. That's how I knew you were sick from your vaccine. But so they're walking down the hallway. They're feeling kind of sick. Nick and Zach are ahead of Aaron. So he's filming them from behind. And while they're walking down the hallway, there's like a couple doors in between them. And Aaron is filming. And they literally catch a steel door slamming shut and you can like see it hit and then move back like it bounced and it was wow. like, really loud and then and then zach goes aaron get in there by yourself like go go check it out like see what's in there he always i know he was like forcing him in there and then 
then they all go in because Aaron's like, there's nothing in here. Like the windows were closed. There's no draft. Like nothing would have slammed this heavy door. And so Zach pulls out an EMF reader, which if you don't know what that is, it detects the electromagnetic fields in the room, which if there's technology or like if there's like heat or something that messes with it. But, and also the device also has like the th- a thermometer on to tell you what the temperature of the room is. And Zach was like, it keeps going around like, 66.6 and then it like would go to like either below it or above it and then it was resting at 66.5 and zach was like is that your sign what's your sign and it immediately says 666 Ooh. and then at the same time or around the same time they catch an evp yelling get out at them and on the digital recorder three sixes were on at the exact moment where it was saying get out like just like the timing of the voice like the timestamp. yeah that's crazy it was very creepy so they're definitely thinking they're dealing with something darker especially because of rituals that were done in the building yeah that makes sense so it's just very very creepy um going back a little bit i think they did this before this but then they went to i think the shadow hallway Mm-hmm. and they were in the west wing not sure what side that is cool but zach was taking photos with like a camera type of camera one of the weird cameras night vision or something that's not the one that they used i can't think of what's the word i don't know anyways they were using a special type of camera and he had taken a bunch and in two of them in different spots one was into a room and you could see a tall shadow like full you could see the head the shoulders the arms the legs like you could see the full thing full spectrum camera that's the word yes <laughs> i was just full spectrum i did camera. not hear what you were saying i was trying to think of it you didn't hear me explain. no i did oh. you, there's a tall figure I got yes it. <laughs> you see a full and then there's another photo from down the hallway where you see another full like a full body and they're like they look white on there but i'm mm-hmm. sure it's darker in real life but they did catch two giant shadow figures in the shadow area i'm assuming so that's kind of spooky and then moving on then they brought dave schrader back and they were all in some room i don't think it said what room and they were just talking to him and zach caught on his digital recorder an evp saying get the f out of here but they bleeped it and then they also caught another voice saying we can do it more or something i don't know what they were talking about Mm -hmm. but they said something like that and those i could like kind of hear yeah which is why i mentioned them if they if they had an evp that i couldn't hear i did not write it down and then they kind of separated nick stayed with dave and then aaron and zach went somewhere else and dave brought in a device called the hack hack shack device i don't i think it's like i think it's like similar to a spirit box okay but it's like i think maybe it's one of his devices which those like sweep radio stations backwards really quickly if people don't know yeah that is um but this is when they caught a spirit saying or dave asked like can you sing for us in a male voice very properly said certainly like i'm assuming it's roy because he likes opera they music. just start hearing like oh. what, well, when they told them that he liked opera music aaron started singing opera earlier and zach said if you do that again i will hit you <laughs> like jokingly kind of <laughs> uh here's where we get good <laughs> dave and nick went to use this device and nurse emmy's room and they caught a woman's voice saying kill zach <laughs> so many people or so many spirits <laughs> say like i'm gonna get you <laughs> i get it i get it though <laughs> like they all say i hate zach <laughs> <laughs> gonna get zach <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this voice said kill zach and then a different voice said nick's name 
but I didn't hear if they said anything else around it. Mm-hmm. But then Zach and Aaron went to the tunnel to talk to Raymond or to provoke him more like it. But I said, this is when somehow Zach got even more unbearable. <laughs> oh, I'm he's sorry like, if any of our listeners <laughs> love Zach Vegas. This is maybe <laughs> not the podcast by this for you. point. They've probably turned it off. But <laughs> we still watch his Here's show. Here's the thing. If I ever got to meet him, I'd love to have a conversation <laughs> with Zach today. He's a little bit better today, kind of. A little bit, yeah. He's definitely not as cringy as he used to. He's still really cringy, <laughs> but a different kind of cringy. He's an older guy, cringy. <laughs> anyway. He's not an anti-masker, and I like that And more. we appreciate that. Anyways. Zach was in the tunnel, a little bit away from Aaron, and Zach starts going there's hands on my chest right now <laughs> he was like, okay <laughs> no i hate it and then he says something like i'm not scared of you raymond and then he caught an evp saying i'm not scared which it was really low and like a little hard to hear but something along those lines uh-huh and then aaron started to move toward so they were like standing and then they heard footsteps off one way and they so aaron started to move towards the footsteps and then suddenly he was like touching his face he's like i just ran into a spider web or something and he was like literally like hitting his face like trying to get it off and then on his digital recorder they caught a voice saying something like i just slapped you bitches <laughs> <laughs> and so zach was like did aaron not run into a spider web was he just slapped by a spirit he got like, very delicately slapped yeah <laughs> so maybe Aaron got slept and then called the bitch (laughs) and then Dave left and then Nick went to the organ room the musical instrument (laughs) yes thank you Aaron went to the Christmas room and Zach went to the tunnel and Zach caught an EVP saying damn you okay and then another EVP saying I claim everything here okay like very commanding and like Mm -hmm. this is my space uh Aaron in the Christmas room caught a voice out loud that he heard saying help but it was like very like it kind of sounded like a little kid but Uh really creepy like very quick and he didn't like know what it was saying but he heard it out loud and then nick alone in the organ room had candles sitting out kind of at first he was like sitting in the middle of it and then he like moved out of the inside of it and was like sitting over on a bed and he was like asking like what kind of evil stuff did you do and then he heard a scream again and it was loud and he was Uh like what was like and then at the same time as the scream happened all of the candles flickered a little bit and ever and zach was like did something just come up from like in between these candles (laughs) like i certainly hope not but it was very weird and like nick wasn't around them to like make them do Mm -hmm. that and then nick said he was leaving and an evp said you come back nick and then an evp as he was in the hallway was like let him in there or something like Hmm. very creepy and weird but that was really and i mean there were more things that i didn't write down Mm -hmm. so if you really love ghost adventures (laughs) go watch it for yourself if not just to hear the screaming but who destination fear So just starting with the evidence, I guess. So Dakota brought up the tunnel thing. He mm-hmm. did not tell Tanner, Alex, and Chelsea about that was the one this is like the one time where he was like, I'm not gonna tell them what's in there and see if they can pick up what's what's in there. And so they didn't know that. And so he also picked the building because Tanner's afraid of things that are bigger than him. And so he's like, Roy's gonna scare him. But Roy just seems like such a nice person. I know. And like then, it's scary because it's a spirit and he's big. But. Yeah. It's also just a shadow figure. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dakota did say at the beginning that there's an entity in the basement that doesn't really like women. So I'm thinking maybe that's Raymond. Oh. But he didn't tell Chelsea about that. 
and maybe he didn't just didn't put it in the episode mm-hmm. but but then he said in the tunnel was jack so i don't are the basement and the tunnel separate the tunnels are underground uh-huh. but i think you get there from the basement from the obviously basement. okay so i don't know so but maybe Zach they're specifically both? looking in the tunnel yeah, for raymond that's so interesting yeah okay but dakota didn't tell chelsea about that so maybe he knew he'd done it before and it was mean so <laughs> So, to start off, they, well, first they were just walking around. They went up, they started on the third floor, though, I think. And they went into George Fleming's room, and they weren't really catching anything. And they put a REM pod on George's bed, and it went off one time when no one was around it. And they kept trying to get it to go off. Never went off again. A REM pod is just, if something gets close to it, it beeps Mm -hmm. for everyone that doesn't know. Also, Rolling Hills has, like, a paranormal dictionary on it so it doesn't have everything but it's kind of cool to read stuff so if you want to read definitions go to their website helpful (laughs) um then they later went to roy's room 113 sit down to the first floor and they're standing at one end of the hallway and dakota asked tanner tanner do you want to walk down there to the end of the hall first and the look that tanner gives dakota is just like do i want to walk (laughs) do i look (laughs) do i want to he's always like slowly do i want to walk to the end of the hallway by myself like <laughs> and dakota's like yes like <laughs> so he did it but it's just like why would you ask someone do you want to do this like if they you're gonna no. if you're gonna make me do it just make me do, do it. it like don't ask me <laughs> so then they get in there nothing real he's like i don't really feel anything so they're like do you want us to come down he's like yeah like it's fine so they all went and then they're talking about his bed and <laughs> dakota was like well tanner's six four so <laughs> I really like that part. <laughs> but Tanner like lays down in it and the bed is still huge. It's huge. So it's like Roy was very tall. Like, I don't know. I'm assuming seven feet tall is pr- approximately what he was, if not taller. At least. Yeah. But that's, just, that's what they say his shadow is. But so they started to do an EVP session in the room. They didn't really catch anything until towards the end when Dakota was like, we're going to leave and turn the recorder off. Like, this is the last chance you have something to say. And they caught a man's voice, like basically pleading, like, please don't go. And at first they were scared, but then they're like, he just sounds sad. Like doesn't want people to leave him. Like probably a trigger his parents, just his dad abandoning him there and never coming back. So that was really sad. Yeah. And then they went to the morgue in the basement and nothing really happened in there except Dakota pulled Zach Bagan's move and was like, I just really want to lay on the table. And they were all like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's so weird. And then they decided to go to the tunnel. And this is when he, no one, none of them besides Dakota knew anything. And he was like, I just want you guys to see if you figure it out. So they pull out the ovulus and they whip it. They whip out the ovulus. Uh, if people don't know what that is, it's a dictionary thing. I'm trying to explain for the people that don't know. It's okay. But they do it well in the shows. So watch the shows if you really want to know. But Alex started to say, like, I don't really feel like ever. So you're like, I just don't really feel bad down here. And Alex was like, I don't feel anything dark down here. And the ovulus said the word light, mm-hmm. which they were like, that's really strange. And then they were like asking whoever was down there to like tell them something about themselves. And the word bike came through the ovulus, which they're all just like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like what? And the, before coming to the tunnel, they were all like, nothing good is ever in a tunnel for us. So, yeah. And then it said the word hug on the ovulus. And then Alex feels something touching his leg, but there's nothing around him. And they were like, and Dakota's freaking Dakota's like, yeah. you're very spot. Like, this is really spot on. And he tells them that Jack likes to play with people, hear him. And they hear him laughing. 
and he will feel him touching their legs a lot to get their attention, which is just like, what are the odds that he got touched yeah. on the leg specifically? Very creepy. So it's like Kristen and we really. <laughs> and then they all sit down. They're like, let's find a spot to sit down in the tunnel. And they lay out their music box thing, which I hate the music box. That scares me so much. <laughs> it's too creepy. Yeah. It couldn't be a happy song. It no. had to be a creepy song. Yeah. I don't feel like there's any song for a music box that would be entertaining but like yeah. nice and peaceful <laughs> yeah but anyway they're sitting down they still have the ovulus out and the word song comes on it and then the music bark starts going off so i just thought that was very so weird and creepy and to end it all the episode of dakota stayed alone in roy's room chelsea stayed alone in the morgue tanner stayed on the third floor and alex stayed in the shadow hallway on the second floor so dakota in roy's room nothing happened to him all night except he got scared by his alarm going off in the morning <laughs> typical uh chelsea in the morgue they made her sleep on the embalming table yet again i don't know why they make them do that and i feel like nah i got a sleeping bag we have a cot like, like <laughs> just really sleep on this uh the, the one thing chelsea said that was relatable was she was like i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> yeah. everything's fine everything is not fine <laughs> that would be me the like pep talk <laughs> yeah and then just giving in to like this sucks yeah. like it's not cool but tanner and alex both kind of had some stuff i feel like tanner had the most but so alex on the shadow in the shadow hallway he asked if something could make a noise in the direction that they were down the hallway and it took a second but then there was like a very loud bang and then that scared tanner and dakota so they heard it on different floors and alex was trying to take pictures nothing came up on a photo or anything they also were just using their iphone cameras i feel like people have had more luck with like specialized cameras mm -hmm. but then later on alex had Alex and Tanner both had something happen with their walkies where it sounded like someone, Alex's was more like someone like beeping on mm -hmm. his walkie. And he's like, it sounds like someone's trying to talk to me, but nothing is happening. And it was very strange. And then Tanner also had his start like staticky noise, kind of like someone's trying to come through, but nothing was going on. And then also with Tanner, he um, sitting in like the middle of that triangle on the third floor, which is not where I would want to yeah. be. <laughs> That's too many hallways. But he heard a loud moan down one of the hallways, which he went down there. And I was like, I could never just walk towards. Clearly, I am not the one to walk <laughs> towards something. Uh, and then he also heard footsteps down another one of the hallways, like mm -hmm. walking towards him. And then after that, he hears a door handle rattle, which is just so creepy. Ugh. And then his walkie went off. But it was just like the door handle rattling would have scared I don't the like crap out of me. And anyway. the walkie stuff. Stuff with the walkie. Walkies freak me out. Because, like, they have them for safety so they can, like, And then they mess with them. Yeah. And, like, in Waverly, when we went, one of the tour guys' walkies got turned off. Yeah. And it was just spooky. Anyways. So that's all I could find on Rolling Hills. I'm sure there's more. Mm-hmm. But maybe we just have to go and find out in Let's person. Go. And just hear terrifying screams. But that I is I don't that. think I want that. <laughs> Me neither, but it's also in New York. There's so many cool places in New York, and I don't have too many plans to travel to <laughs> New York, but maybe someday. We'll go. We'll, we're just going to do our own road trip. Yeah. Or just tag maybe along next on year. Dex Destination yeah. <laughs> Fierce next one. Count us in. Hit us up. <laughs> Anyways, you can, if you want to keep in touch with us throughout the week. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at something sick podcast or on Twitter at a sick podcast or on TikTok. Please follow us on TikTok. We, we really like TikTok. are loving the TikTok. <laughs> at something sick podcast 
or send us an email at somethingsickpodcast at gmail.com. We will see you next week. Woo. <laughs>